so this is more about nothing and i have so much new shit so much new shit so much new shit <clears throat> hey uh it was an r kelly song and they'd be like one two checker you already know what's up i can't remember what the fuck i can't remember what song it is and it's fucking me up but <clears throat> i'm here so this is my recording day i haven't been recording the last uh when i did I, I did record last week i did i recorded but uh me having to be at work at 6 a.m has really been fucking up the whole play of everything uh for y'all that don't know i get the maintenance position at work i'm gonna talk a little bit about it i'm gonna tell you about damon the local maintenance asshole that we have on the team definitely gonna let you know about him uh also we're gonna talk about fighting vibes and energy and that's when you come off too cool and somebody's like hey cut the shit man let me know the fucked up you and it's like no no i'm really past that stage of being fucked up hey uh <clears throat> is it weird that uh i buy a container of coffee but like 75 percent of the way through it, I get bored with it and I switch it out. And I just pour the other 25% in a like sandwich bag and throw it in the freezer. Is that weird? If it is, let me know. I'm not going to stop, but still, you know, I still value <laughs> the listener's uh, opinion about my lifestyle. So <clears throat> I think the, the fighting the vibes is probably going to be the quickest. So I'm going to shoot off that one. When you meet somebody, and it's just like the energy and everything is lining up perfect. And they have to find some wild shit to justify why they shouldn't be head over heels or why they shouldn't like you like that. So I think that's I think that's that's very different. And with it being so different, uh it's just Everybody don't get bad in them. Everybody don't. Everybody's intentions ain't fucked up. Like, you will potentially rub or say or do some fuck shit that will make a person treat you, side-eye you, look at you, have feelings about you as differently because of how you go with the, the non-flow of shit. And then, I'm speaking directly into the controlling woman part. That you ask a question and then they shoot you off with the same question you asked them, but never really answered. And it'd be like, oh, I see what you did there. Huh, thought you were slick. You didn't get that one over on me, buddy. So the reason that I have that, because it happened to me recently. And it's funny. <clears throat> it's very funny to see how. How, how people try to guide certain things and then put up a fast wall like they're trying to run away and put up a fast wall like oh this is going to deter you and tell you about passion and the reason why they don't everybody has a reason why they don't or, or, or why they won't I'm more of a reason why I, why I will and, and I believe that's <clears throat> that's more important to be more solution orientated than problem orientated. Anybody can find a problem. You shouldn't have to find reasons why not to fuck with people. Uh, 
Lauren, uh, Lauren goofy ass kind of sacrificed herself because uh, she threw the whole mood off after she told me like, uh, quick moment of honesty. Let me tell you how much of a shitty person I am. Try to find reasons wrong with you and I couldn't. Ta-da! I was like, you're fucking weird, bro. <laughs> like, like you're definitely weird. Uh, I talked to Elle about it. We spoke on a podcast. Uh, <clears throat> about it. Elle's weird, too. Elle's always gonna be my brother, but he's a fucking weirdo. Because he was like, I take that as a badge of honor that she couldn't find anything wrong with me. And I was like, I take that as a dumb bitch who says this shit out loud. Like, the fuck? That, that was a little weird. But back to fighting urges and all that. You shouldn't, really. You shouldn't. And and people got to stop using the hurt blanket all the time. <laughs> they like Linus with his blankie. Like, the hurt blanket can't always come out. It can't always shield you. Like, I still see you. And I'm picturing the hurt blanket be like a like a blanket that only covers, like, fucking 45% of your body so it's really like a little kid blanket but you're a grown adult still trying to use it like come on man grow up let that shit go and people say oh easier said than done yeah truly it is don't no nigga want to want to go down the road of hurt and make a left on hurt boulevard and then you show them the hurt house you grew up in like look at this house it's a shitty house with windows broken out of. <clears throat> Trash is everywhere when you walk in it. It's crazy. But enough about that. Because I don't believe in fighting feelings, urges, or anything like that. Because if I like you, I like you. If the vibe right, the vibe right. <clears throat> Excuse me. If the energy's tight, the energy's tight. I'm not second guessing it nor fighting it. I'm a pretty cool guy. If cool shit happens to me, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be like, oh, she just fucking sucked my dick. Oh, I wonder how that happened. I'm like, hey, you're very fucking cool. And you deserve this, man. Now, now look down on her from your uh your high pedestal of you're getting bobbed of a chick blowing your ride. That's how it happens. And it's, it's nothing wrong with that. It's fucking epic, man. Fucking epic. Uh, So back to the maintenance. Well, my fault. On to the maintenance. Uh... So I get hired in at a company called Universal. And when I got hired in at Universal, uh, somebody told me about the Georgia Street location. I was not able to get to the Georgia Street location, went through a, a long and it wasn't long. It was it was pretty brief, but I went through uh <clears throat> probably like a month, month and a half ordeal. So I was there two weeks, and when I was there two weeks, uh, working twelve to eight, and with me working twelve to eight, it's cool. Uh, really, it was all right. Uh, I wanted to go to Rex because it was too many niggas where I was at, and I I wasn't fucking with them niggas. And a nigga told me like Rex is easier, fam. Y'all be over there breaking y'all neck. Rex is extremely easier. I said sold. People's putting the play in to get me down there. I'm like, I need it. I definitely wants it. Baby, I see you looking. I see you looking. So <clears throat> with that process going on and with it happening like that, uh I found out that hey, Georgia Street and I was at Clark. They was like, hey, Georgia Street makes more. Georgia Street makes 
$2 and some change more. And I said, <clears throat> I need to make a play. And I finessed the whole story about how I had to move on my current residence. And I really didn't. But uh, it got me over there. Uh, they actually kind of stuck me. So I did my training, which was a week long at uh, Georgia Street. And then they told me like, oh, we're going to put you a Hubert. And I was like, no, I really want to stay at Georgia. But there... I ended up meeting uh, the trainer's name's Isaiah, pretty cool younger dude. <clears throat> and he was like, yeah, uh, he was like, you know, we kind of full over here. So the only time you're going to be over here is midnight. That's the only like vibe. That's the only place you could get. And I was like, oh, it really wasn't trying to fuck with the midnights. But they, <clears throat> it was a dollar less across the street and it didn't make sense. I didn't get that part. So I was like that. That's asinine. Why, why would I? It doesn't make sense. So he was like, well, it is a spot open for maintenance. And maintenance is kind of like they they really need help. And I was like, oh, what does maintenance do? He's like, they just go around and fix shit. And I was like, hmm, I have a background in uh, fixing shit. I was a fire marshal at uh, Chrysler. So I went through and uh, I. While he was doing the training, I didn't have to do all the training that other niggas had because I already knew how to ride a hollow and do all the other shit. So I was just sitting there and I, I ran through and made like a, a five minute resume, gave gave him my resume. He was like, retweak it, make it a little longer because your shit not even the page. I was like, ah, it's minimum effort. But retweaked it, gave it a couple more sentences and went into a little bit more depth. Uh, depth. I don't know if I said that right. I didn't want people to say death. Like, oh, he dumb. He, he, he. Excuse me. So, uh, went there. Did that. Knocked that shit the fuck out. Cause I'm a cool guy. Uh, and I was introduced to Brett. Brett is a kind of like a a souped up nerd. A white guy. Whole lot of earrings. Uh, beard wears a fucking uh American flag bandana, wears glasses. So he's like a you can tell he has nerd in him. Like, oh, you have nerd. Somebody picked on you. So he was like, yeah, guy, you know, <clears throat> you get in here, you do this position, but you have to do the footwork. Everybody kept on saying that. Isaiah was like, you have to do the footwork, all that other shit. So gave Brett my resume, kicked it with him, went to work over at Hubert Street, which is right over from Georgia Street. Uh, worked there two days. Uh, the chick who spot I was supposed to take was a functioning alcoholic, smelt the, the liquor on her fucking breath, and she had two days to train me. And I actually didn't get two days because she left me a shift like, yo, I'm out, y'all. I'll holler at y'all later. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a little different. But, uh, <clears throat> was going back and forth because I was told to talk to Amal, who was a hiring agent. And with him being a hiring agent, the whole plan was to get me back to Georgia, but I had to move fast. I was like, oh, I got to kind of move pretty fast because everybody was like, oh, this your shit. Spent a week of going uh, I had to resign from one job. Then I had to go to 
uh, a temp agency, fill out with the temp agency. So all week I'm doing this. I'm calling the temp agency, leaving messages, nobody getting in contact with me. Whole time I'm not knowing that Georgia Street is a long thread, threaded email of me. One person saying no, one person say, well, hey, who is this guy? One person is waiting on another guy. Somebody's waiting on Brett. All on the email. Uh, Isaiah really went to bat for me. He initiated the first email. He sent it. And he told me, he was like, man, I got you. I'm going to send it off. I was like, all right, cool. Follow back up with him. Uh, Friday, went to the temp agency. Got to run around a little bit. Went there. Talked to a dude named Bob. Bob is the greatest white person I have seen. Bob got shit cracking in five minutes. And Bob can really be a shitty person. But for the sake of the story, he did it. So with me doing a whole bunch of footwork for a whole fucking week, Bob did five minutes worth of work, shook my hand and said, we'll see you 6.30 Monday morning. Oh, we'll see you 6 o'clock Monday morning. You got the position. Enjoy your weekend. It was amazing. First week, uh, first week was not a breeze. I was in the air on my second day, 40, 50 feet in the air. Yep, 40, 50 feet in the air. Uh, building racks. I was left. I was introduced to Damon. Damon had uh every morning. I have seen Damon. This is my second full week of doing mornings. Every morning, Damon breath smells like cognac and ass. And on break, his breath smells like fresher cognac and ass. And everybody know Damon has a drinking problem, but nobody does shit about it. So Damon is lazy. Damon is more one of the person to say, hey, hand me that. Hey, do this. Hey, I'm going to sit back. And Brett says all the fucking time, hey, man, just go with Damon. Just go with Damon. Hey, Damon. And Damon don't want to do no work. So Damon half-ass teaches. And he goes around a plant and passes out his business card and say, hey, man, I really know how to do this work. But you drunk. Right? You're not drunk. But you're buzzing every day you come in this bitch. Like today, motherfucker tell me, hey man, we got one beam to fix and then you could go and get loose. I'm like, oh, okay. I we fixed the beam. I in turn get loose. I run into Brett, who's the fucking manager. And he like, what you doing here? I'm like, we fixed what we had to fix. He was like, y'all fixed all eight beams? I said, Damon told me it was one. No, guy, it's eight of them, and I need you to fix them. Me and Brett end up doing the beams. And I I had to tell Brett, like, you can all put me with this fuck nigga, dog, and he don't want to work. He's finding every way not to work. And <clears throat> with you doing that, it's shitty because it makes me look like I don't want to work and I want to learn this. I, I told Brett like, Hey fam, I want to do this type of work for the rest of my life, man. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to be in maintenance. If I, if I could transition to Chrysler, fine. If I can't fine, I just want to continue my work in maintenance, fixing shit. That's all I want to do. So <clears throat> even with that being said, and I have a construction background, and I have a fire marshal background. It's it's a little like, like it's fitting for me working with my hands, shit like that. Now I'm not the best at putting shit together because I get frustrated. But 
now I'm really learning the proper technique and taking the, the proper time to learn the correct methods. And Rob really, Rob and my old dude has really instilled this in me. So I'm like, oh, I can do this shit. And maintenance really isn't hard. Like you have some days where you're going to come in and you're going to hump, but you're not going to hump the whole day. You're going to hump probably like three, four hours. Tops, tops three, four hours. You have too much busy time. People tell you like, oh man, just find shit to do. Like just go somewhere and get lost in the plant. Find something to do so people won't find you. So <clears throat> with that being said, Damon's shitty. I don't like working with him. Brett keep on trying to push me towards him. I don't, I don't want, I don't, I'm sorry. It's just not cool. But I have to grow up in the sense of just because shit ain't my way don't mean I get to bitch and moan and gripe about it. I chose this shit. I applied. I knew the fuck shit that was coming. I have to be full. I have to honestly accept the good and the bad. And I've calmed myself down plenty of times this week. But the only shit that saved me, I, I got a, I got partially uh, my tax return came today and I start to call off. But the uh, the old me, because I've been shitty me. I haven't like been working consistently. I got to get my, I get my mojo back. I got to get my real nigga back because it's, it's lost. But it's still life there. It's still real nigga in me. Cause I, I got my half of my tax return back and I looked at it and I was like, I put out my phone. I was like, I'm about to call off. And then I was like, don't fuck the bag up. Nigga, what are you doing? I was like, oh shit. Well, I had a moment there. <laughs> I don't know what came over me. <laughs> Took my bitch ass to work. Definitely did. It was cool. And there, uh, seen a motherfucker at, uh, at work. I'm transitioning to a whole nother story that a whole nother topic that I, I didn't say. Uh, seen my brother's baby mama friend or best friend. And I have to give some backstory. So me, my older brother, Kyle, his girlfriend, Carol, and her friend, Shamariel, all went to school together. I was a ninth grader and it was like sophomores or juniors or some shit. I don't remember what the fuck them niggas was. So I ended up. I like Shamariel, but Shamariel fucked with, she was older than me, and she fucked with uh, my brother homeboy Lips. That's what we called him. Uh, he had some big lips, so we said Lips, and his little brother was Lil Lips. That's what we called him. Hood name, like Lips and Lil Lips. My nigga, I was Lil Kyle and Lil J. Nobody never called me my name. So with that being said, we go and... uh. One day she was, we was walking home and I wanted to, no, that wasn't her. That was another chick. Oh, but I wanted to stroke her. I wanted to stroke her. I had a crush on her. I don't know. She was chocolate and she was just older. And I was like, oh, I want to stroke her. She at the plant. So we got to chopping it up about outside shit about my brother's baby mama. And she like, well, your brother did your baby mama. Uh, you know, my homegirl wrong. He tried to do a whole bunch of fucked up shit. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, she's not the only one, fam. <laughs> like, my brother did whole shit to me. But don't let her tell you a story that's not true because it's a whole bunch of blah, 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 blah on that end. So uh, we just talked and we just kicked it. 
and uh, exchange numbers and just a little simple shit like that. Uh, I I don't think. Well, it's no way possible that she knew I liked her when I was younger. Like the teenage love shit, I liked her. Like for probably like for uh, two three months straight. And you know, as a kid, as a ninth grader, that's a long ass fucking time. But then I I started fucking with Takesha and all, all bets was off. But yeah, we just talked. We kicked it. It was cool. Nice little play. Nice little vibe. Shit was a hundred. Like, uh, just reminiscing and uh, seeing another person uh, from work. Well, from the hood that worked there, Bruce. Uh, he he on his truck driving shit. Seeing him, so that shit was smooth. <clears throat> uh, really, really been talking to Manny. My nigga, he, I'm not even gonna say he kind of going through it. I think he's he's finally waking up about the position that he in, and I think he potentially wants better and want different. So I'm all about that. And some shit that uh is unbeknownst to me that we really do is feeding into one another. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga been talking shit to me about Jamariel, and she like, bitch, don't fuck it up twice. Like you dumbass nigga, just get your shit off. I'm like, yeah, whatever, nigga, fuck you. And he like, nah, nigga, you need to be fucking her. I'm like, hey, man, damn. Ain't nothing like your nigga to ride you like that to be like, no, nah, man, stop being a bitch. Like, do that shit. But nigga ain't no bitch, though. Like, yes, you is, bitch. And Manny is the, the realest nigga because me and this nigga, it's so 100 when we talk. Because he give me advice, I give him advice. I'm not going to say he listens to all my advice. He damn sure no, I don't listen to all his advice. But it's it's a hundred having that with a nigga. And, and, and me and Manny talk. And and Manny is the only nigga I know who's... Manny's older than me. Manny's... Uh, I think Manny's 38. Well, well, damn near 38. But Manny answers the phone like, Yeah, bitch! <clears throat> Every fucking time. If I was to call this nigga now, he would answer the phone and say, Yeah, bitch! Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can get him to be an asshole on here. That's just how my nigga is. It's just difficult. Uh, where my nigga shit at? He probably ain't gonna answer. Oh, he probably gonna answer like, "Yo, hello." You know, do the dumb shit. Hey man, you ain't do it. Why ain't you do the yeah, bitch? Mm-hmm. Why ain't you do the yeah, bitch? Like you always answer the phone. Oh, that. uh, that's what's up. Uh, shit, what's going on? Shit, shit. Hmm. Hey, nigga, this my uh, this my last fucking night doing this weak ass fucking uh shift, nigga. You should be happy, motherfucker. <laughs> man fuck you if I do another fucking morning even though we might work Saturday morning if uh if Chrysler got the chips so I don't know oh uh, uh, nigga that's my overtime day I don't give a fuck I hope they get them bitches too <laughs> but real quick then I'm gonna I'm hit you back in a minute hey if they been sending niggas home all week why the fuck is Saturday mandatory? Makeup. But how, nigga? They sent niggas home eleven thirty. I mean, twelve thirty today. Okay. It's a makeup thing. 
Man, nigga, if they do, they ain't gonna make it up, nigga. That shit gonna be show. It's gonna be show. But go ahead, nigga. Wash your face. Do all your shit. I'm gonna hit you right back. All right. My nigga didn't do it. <laughs> I told you. He fucking let me down. My nigga let me down. But uh, just talking and kicking with him. I'm I'm guessing niggas don't have homies like that no more. Like, and me and Manny fell out. Me and Manny, like, we definitely fell out over some petty shit. But me and that nigga talk every day. Like, me and my nigga talk every day. And if, if it's just to shoot the shit, if it's yo nigga, like, when he went through COVID, I called him and checked on him. Like, yo nigga, you good and all that shit. And the nigga text me like, yo nigga, I fucking appreciate it. He like, you and, a, and another motherfucker was the only ones to reach out. And since Manny going through this little situation, now I call him and check on him. And I'm talking about that real shit. Like, he he answer the phone, still be all hype. And I be like, yo, but my nigga, is you good, though? Like, I see through the facade. He be like, man, I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm going to go and check on my dog. He want to hang out, I think, Sunday or some shit like that. So, I'm going to go and check on my dog. And then, uh, I want my friend Juice back. Me and Juice ain't been able to hang out and play like that. Shitty schedule. Uh, we need to get back into the gym. We definitely need to get back into the gym ASAP. No Rocky included. Like we definitely need to. Uh, I'm I'm feeling myself getting too fat and I don't like it. I'm hurt. I'm sore. I feel like I pull muscles every time I have to do something strenuous at work. It's a lot of shit. Like I'm not happy with my body and how I have control my body. Not happy with it. So it's just different. It's very different, but that's some shit I'm going to overcome. Also, feed in the motherfuckers. (laughs) Really be who you want them, uh, really be who you should be and and help people. Mental uh, mental checks, mental health checks is very important. A lot of people are going through shit. Uh, Keep people in your prayers, man. Definitely keep people in your prayers because it's important. You never know. When somebody is at that tipping point, when somebody is at their last fucking leg, I, I reached out to my brother Therese talking about mental illness and uh, not even being funny. I reached out to him. We spoke via text and, and with us speaking. Uh, he allowed me to know that he didn't stay in the city after he divorced me. And then he said, we'll catch up. I'm, I offered him breakfast. I hope he didn't think like that was a standing offer like forever because it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. And back to the Shamario topic. So my brother's baby mama rubbed me the wrong way. I'm I'm going out buying them J's, buying them niggas shit that I wanted. My when my nephew was younger, he was like a 3.0 student. He's the man. So I I told him like your grades are awesome. So anything you want, you can have. Anything. He like I want some Kyrie Irvins. I'm like what team you play for? He like, I don't know what number he wear. I don't know. I just want some. I'm like, you fucking worthless little. <laughs> no, he wanted some Kevin Durant. So I can fuck with them. Get him the early Durants. But somewhere in there, uh, she became very, very, his, his baby mama became very dark and very bitter towards uh, me and my fam, the active people that would come through, look out, do shit for the nephews. Became very, very extremely bitter. And and with her being so bitter, the conversation transitioned to, 
like a confident yeah y'all just don't know one day y'all gonna come looking for us and i'm a, i'm just gonna move everybody from the hood and y'all ain't gonna know where we at and, and y'all ain't gonna be able to find us blah 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 blah. and i was like that's not cool because i i love my nephews i care about them i i love doing shit for them like anybody that know me i always talk about how my nephew my heart i always talk about how man is but th- that's because lack of oh lack thereof of kyle and justin and, and and with it being like that it's so fucked up that uh she would play like that and 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 i sponsored all their shoes and when like every everybody did everybody did something for him jay took them on trips and showed them a different world i bought them shoes Therese helped them with homework. Everybody had a part to play, and we played it pretty fucking good, if I say so myself. But I feel like that's a slap in the face because I never wanted anything from her. I didn't want money. I didn't want a place to sleep. I didn't want uh, sex with her. I didn't want anything. I just wanted to be an active uncle, and she took that away from me. And that's some of the hardest shit because my other brother, baby mama, called me when my niece was super young and was like, yo... After me, after me and my niece built a great relationship, she was like, "If don't nobody come and see," she was like, "If your brother don't come see my baby, can't nobody see her." And I told her like, "Well, what the fuck does that have to do with me? Like, how does that affect me? Because I didn't fuck you, I I, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't do anything to create this life, but I want to be a major factor in cultivating and helping this life. But it took me from a space where I was fucked up. I was broke." Like, me and my niece relationship has never gotten back to where it was. And I can blame her mom. I wholeheartedly do. But at some point in time, it's me too. I should have fought more. But I didn't want my niece to see me wringing her mama fucking neck. Because the way she talk. And that's just how I am now, like. I'm I'm way too old to get talked to a certain type of way by somebody who I don't deem credible enough. So I kind of feel like that <clears throat> about his uh both my brother baby mamas. Like I understand he played a part and he fucked them up. Like he really did. But I can't I can't fight it. I can't what, what am I supposed to do? Like at the end of the day what am I supposed to do? And I'm asking for real. Like what am I supposed to do? Where's the but where's the part where uncles win where's the cool side of of the uncle game <clears throat> now my nephew man have a beautiful fucking relationship he got a key to the crib i i fucks with my nigga my nigga fuck with me he always be like this the only nigga who called me at disrespectful times this nigga called me at 10 when he know i'm training what you doing unc shit chilling at work oh man i was gonna tell you pull up i get off at two what you doing unc shit chilling excuse me Man, pull up on me. Excuse me. This motherfucker called me at, uh, I don't know, the fuck is the coffee or what? This motherfucker called me at 12 o'clock at night. Talking about, shit, what you doing, unk? Sleep, got to work in the morning. Ah, oh, shit, I was going to tell you, pull up. Bitch, if you call me one more time for a pull up, I'm going to pull up on him this weekend, though. And and I'm going to take him to go get some tropical smoothie. He has been a great fucking uh, nephew. He loaned me. $200 and I needed $200 and then my fucking lotto money came finally and waiting on this shit forever to pay fucking taxes and be a adult and not have happiness 
But shouts out to him. This is my last, depending on if I work Saturday. This is my last morning. I'm so happy. 6 to 2.30, you can kiss my whole entire black ass. That's how I feel. That's definitely how I feel. I'm so I'm so sick of you right now. I don't want no parts. I'm through. I'm through. This is more about nothing. Thank you for allowing me to vent. Thank you for allowing me to get my emotions out. I hope I helped you in some type of capacity. Uh, if you meet somebody and have an urge, it don't have to be sexual just to get close, just to talk, just to just to be open, be that free spirit. Do it. And if you want to suck his dick or eat her pussy, do it. Like, you're too old for shit like this. Like, we're too old. Like, you got to think of how fucked up the game is. It's some motherfuckers out there that's 18 that's sucking mean fucking cock. And it's girls that's fucking 30. It's like, oh, I used to do that, but my standards is higher. No, bitch, that's just, that shit's still in your soul. You come from a long line of dick suckers, man. My cousins and told me about your mama and them, man. Don't fuck up the family name. Because you got standards, bitch. Get on your knees. Bitch, get on your job and fly. But what do you say? Get on your job and something. It's some some old 